This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Well, hello again, history lovers. Welcome into our program, This Day in History on lineupmedia.fm. Tony Hubert with you, my partner, Armand Kachigian. Today, Armand, we bring our audience the events of misery. the 7th of March throughout misery the annals of time. Misery and woe. You bring the misery, I, I bring the... Uh, I bring the lightheartedness. Yeah, well, whoa. You look really uh, disgusted today. What's wrong? Did the stock market dive again? What what happened? No, if there's no money left anyway. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter? You lost it all? It's all gone. It's all gone. Let's not talk about it. It's... Folks, Armand will soon have a GoFundMe page uh, no. that you can find at This Day in Podcast uh, History. Who's, who's got a win- open window on the seventh floor I can jump out of? Okay. All right. I, I always say I like I you when you're grumpy, but this looks beyond grumpy. You look discontent. You look beaten. You look like a beaten man. No, I've got a poem today, so. Oh. Okay. I got events today. All right, let's go. That range all the way back into the time before Christ. No, you don't. Don't I? Not on this sheet. Maybe I forgot to put the BCs on there. BCE. BCE. All right, well. Tell me if I'm wrong. 161? Yeah. BCE Anno or? Domini. No. Huh? Okay. Common well, era. On this date. You should know this. Antonus Pius dies. Anto- Antoninus Pius. Antoninus Pius. One of the five good emperors. Can, was, you, can you name them? Uh, by your standards? No, so by they were all They were called the five oh, good emperors. Oh, the five emperors. good emperors. No, no, I cannot. Hadrian. Ner- oh, he built a wall. Hadrian, Trajan, Nerva, Pius, Anto- Antoninus Pius, and Marcus Aurelius. Well... And then a really shitty one. He died on the this day, March the 7th. Strangely, yeah. a week before the Ides of March. Didn't have anything to do with him, though. He's succeeded by his adoptive sons, I stress adoptive sons, Lucius Verus. Yeah. And one Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, and they actually got along. I mean, they went up to uh, Germany. Well, at that time, I guess it would have been Pannonia. Uh, to, to take on those heathens? Macromani tribes. Yeah, they're fighting those guys. And... Uh, uh, Ver- well, actually, Varus went to fight the Parthians. He liked to fight, Varus did. I'm guessing the Parthians are Greek. No, they're the Parthians. They're, where yeah, are they the at? Parthian Empire. Uh, I guess modern-day Iran, that area. Oh, so in the Persian and yeah, Mideast that's area. Right. Okay. That, yeah, more like the Persian Empire, the, the Parthians in the Middle East. And uh, he kicked their asses, but it's uh, another one of those good news, bad news things. We win, but we bring the plague back with us. Whoops. We kill about five million people, which is starts you know one of the one of the uh, many uh problems of the uh, later empire um so anyway they go to germany to fight the macromani and i think uh, uh but those were some tough yeah marcus really so they're fighting on the danube because that was the uh, but those the germans Eastern... they're fighting in those bogs in that swampy area yeah, aren't well they? they're kind of running from the goths i think too the goths are coming from the east and these uh, germanic tribes are moving uh westward and they're fighting this is you remember uh gladiator yeah 
Well, this is, this what, is where he's that's up. That's where they're fighting in the forest at the yeah. beginning of the The beginning of the movie, yeah. they're up in uh, modern day Yeah, Germany. around the Danube. Yeah, yeah. Germanic tribes. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're fighting. Although that was Marcus Aurelius because uh, Varus already died. Right. And then Marcus Aurelius' son, Commodus, yes. portrayed by, was it Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix. First of all, don't see that stupid movie. See The it's, Fall of the it, Roman Empire. Armand, it's a movie. No, it's for entertainment. The Fall of the Roman Empire is better. It's a better movie. Okay. See that one. Which, Are the gladiator fights better? Sophia Loren's got nicer tits than the girl in that movie. Oh, poor Sophia yeah. Loren. Yep. She was, uh, although she and Stephen Boyd apparently didn't get along too. No, actually, she and Stephen Boyd got along fine. The only reason Stephen Boyd got that part was because Charlton Heston didn't want to work with her again after El Cid. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, that they was didn't the, get along. That was that big Spanish epic, yeah. right? El Cid? Yeah. Was apparently. Put your, one of those huge Panavision movies. Let me quote him. Put your tits in my cold, dead head. Is that what he said? No. He said, take your dirty hands off. No, he wouldn't say that to say, Sophia Loren. Filthy Thank hands off me, you damn, damn filthy dirty paws. ape. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this is how Aurelius and... and uh, yeah, so they actually got along, but... Yeah. Now... He one, died of the plague. One, uh, Varys, uh, he, he had... They think it was smallpox. Probably. So, yeah. Uh, 321, this is when Constantine the first decrees uh, something that we live with to this day. This day, we live with it. The day of rest in the Roman Empire... Solus Invicti. Yes. Of course, that's meaning? Not, no, that's not what that means. What does it mean? Uh, invincible sun. Right? It doesn't mean sun day. No, but giving us sun day. Yes. The day of rest. parentheses as if that's what that means. Yeah, that's the written a little All right. weird. Well, but. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite poem of all time. Okay. Invictus by William Ernest Henley. And yes, I will give you a, is this about, a reading. Is this about Constantine and well, the day of rest? It has nothing to do with it. Oh. But the word, Invictus. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, mm. I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. I know that last line. Of course. Very yes. famous. Yes. About bloodied but unbowed. That's also a f- Okay. Right. That's from that Invictus by William Hen- Ernest Henley. Well, anyway, that's how we get Sunday. Constantine's Day of Rest. All now, right. again, Constantine. Uh, the Great. Goes to, goes to, moves over to Christianity. Yeah, he was the now, last emperor of both the East and West. Again, uh, to clarify, empires. he does not make Christianity the state religion. No, he tolerated it. He says and he you actually can, converted. You can, you can have any end. religion you want. I, Constantine, your emperor, just happen to be going the Christian route. Yeah. And you can have any color you want as long as, as, long as it's black. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1850, Armand, the great senator, Daniel Webster. Are you oh, a fan? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like Daniel okay. Webster. Well, he gives his 7th of March yeah. speech. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about this speech. Yeah. This endorses the Compromise of 1850. Uh, but he's try- got the greatest. Uh, trying to prevent a civil war. But he's uh, got the greatest uh, last line of all time on his deathbed. Better than Oscar Wilde's? Oh, yeah. Okay, let me, let me hear it. I still live and he died yeah i don't think How's that's that as good I, that to me that's not as good yeah, as either i go the or irony the, is great i know but the either the drapes go or i go is 
phenomenal. I said, and now who was it? Did it? Was it Adams that said Jefferson lives, or Jefferson said that Adams lives? I think Adams said Jefferson lives. Yes, and he was already dead. Yes, but I still live, and he's already dead. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Anyway, all right, Daniel now, Webster, one of the big three yeah. uh, senators: Calhoun, Clay, and Webster. Yeah, so many counties named after those guys. Yeah, think about it. I'm seriously. Yeah. Almost every state in the Midwest and on the East Coast has a has a Clay, a Calhoun. Webster, Webster probably not as Webster, many counties, but, but yeah. uh, there's always a Clay County. There's always a Calhoun County. Yeah. Well, and that's guy, who it's named after. He, you know, he was instrumental in McCulloch versus Maryland, which is I hate that case. That's, One of the few people I know who has. Do you hate Brown versus Board of Education, too? That has nothing to do with that. That's not the same I'm just asking. No, I hate judicial review. I know you do. That's right. It's ridiculous. Why should any judicial things be reviewed? That's your mantra. Well, not only – and McCulloch versus Maryland took – it took power away from the states. And you know I'm a big states' rights guy. It did take power. Not a federalist. It did take power away from the states. Well, that's the worst. That's the worst thing we can do. Yes, it did. Would would it be so horrible, you know, right – to let the states have their yeah, say? All right. Like like California, for instance. You want to give insurance to all your people. Great. It's your state. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. As long as Cal well, no. Well, it's their it's it's their burden on how to pay for it. Whatever. Well, you, right. We, oh, oh, come on now. Don't worry about stupid trifles like that, Miss Cortez. Mm-hmm. Hey, she's in big trouble. You see that? Yeah, a little campaign finance. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see her in jail. Wouldn't that be great? Hmm? Oh boy. I'd love to see anybody in jail at this point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pelosi? They're not. Well, you know, we're doing curses today on Surreal Yeah, Talk. good. Why don't you. I'm going to put a curse on. Who should I put a curse on? Who would you curse? I mean, if you had the power Mitch to Mitch McConnell. Really? Yeah. Out of all the. I mean. Yes. I don't. I mean, not one of my favorites. Yes. It, curse for what, though? Boils? Uh, what would know. it be? Curse of uh, 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 give them eight more chins. What's he done lately that's offended you? He's, he's been pretty quiet. Lately. Yeah, he has been pretty quiet because he also had his. He, he he's been gelded essentially. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll well, see. What do you want? That's a curse. Well, it's true. Hey, maybe you yeah. did get it. Yeah. Okay. You happy? Eighteen. Well, yeah. Paul Ryan. He's done. He, he, oh. Another gelding. I don't like you. We know that. Hey, John this, Boehner is sitting there laughing. You know what John Boehner does today? Drinks. Your, drinks. No. Puts on even his be, even on. better. John Boehner is out there stumping guy? for marijuana. Yeah, he's a pot guy. You yeah. can hear his commercials are all over satellite radio. Orange face pussy. <laughs> God. God, God all right, like let's a, move on. Man, 1876, man. the year the National League is formed. That looks like a Clark bar. We get a patent for one of the biggest inventions ever. Yeah, it'll never work. It's only a fad, Armand says. It'll pass. It'll never catch on. I don't I But the do telephone that. and the patent uh, goes to, of course, Alexander Graham Bell. This date, March 7th, 1876. Now, who's the guy that supposedly really invented it? The Italian? Yeah, there's a, well, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, as as always, there's always somebody who did. Was it Gray? No, I'm thinking of that guy named Gray. Was that the guy who didn't patent it, but was right, I mean, like the same day or something? I This story does ring a bell. Is it Elisha Gray? Where's that coming from? I'm 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 doing my uh, mnemonic here. I see gray. I see a gray telephone. Or am I way off? Well, uh, Antonio Miucci. Yeah, uh, that the, name is the Italian, right? Okay. So he, the Guardian has an article. Bell did not invent telephone. Right. Right. Uh, Italy. Okay. Uh, how do you spell it? Uh, let's see. Here. Not Italy. I know how to spell Italy. M e u c c i. 
Muchi. Meuchi? Muchi? Muchi, I guess. Okay. I thought there was an American, though, that, I, you know, the same day or something almost. Or hours put in the patent a little, uh, little uh, too late. He demonstrated, this man demonstrated a, a device called the Teletrofono. Oh, well, that'll never work. It's a stupid name. In New York in 1860. See, but I think that makes more sense because what telephone's another one of those words. There's a name for this. Uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, no. Those, I guess what, like those, when a brand name becomes the name of the product. No, like no. Kleenex is not really. No, no that's like a well, like a uh, well, a patron. No, that's not. But uh, no, I'm thinking of a word that's half uh, Greek and half Latin. Oh, although tele and phone are both Greek, aren't they? I, they're is tele Latin. Well, I think they both have common roots. So, well, like no, it's got to be because. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, I think they're both Greek because the guy, the guy that went, oh, he says, they said, what do you think about television? Someone's well, got a Greek, half Greek and half Latin. It'll never, it'll never work. <laughs> yeah, because like tele is uh, Greek and vision, I think, is Latin. But telephone, yeah, phone is Greek, phonetic. Phonetic, yeah. yeah. Hence the ph. So tele is from a far, from afar, I guess. Yes. And speaking, far speaking, yes. I guess. So that, that is Greek. Yeah. Television though is Latin. I mean, half Latin, half Greek. Half Latin, half yeah. Greek. Yeah. No, no good will come of it. That's what he said. All right. But that's- but but uh, some time ago, I'm trying to find the date of this article. The uh, U.S. Congress recognized an impoverished Florentine immigrant as the inventor of the telephone, no, really? rather than Alexander I, Graham Bell. I, huh? Why am I Historians and Italian Americans won their battle to persuade Washington to recognize a little-known mechanical genius, Antonio Meucci, as the father of modern communications. 113 years after his death. How about that? Now it doesn't change the fact that on this day. The patent went to Bell. Yeah, that's that's that, 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 that's that, the guy that, that right. That stopped. Now, Armand doesn't matter. We get to another one of these dates that I would have loved to have gone to. Uh oh, this is good. Oh, yeah, you would, and you would have been there too. Like. You would have been right there with me. It's right? not one of my favorites. No, but, it's, but it's the spectacle would have been fantastic. New York City, March seventh, nineteen thirty-three. The premiere, starring Fay Ray, of King Kong. Now, wait a minute. How, now, let's go back one. Elisha Gray was an American electrical engineer yep. who co-founded Western Electric. Mm-hmm. Uh, bu- 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 I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, here we go. Elisha Gray and Alexander Bell, Graham Bell, telephone controversy. So I was right. It was Gray. Yeah. No, I wasn't saying you were okay. wrong. I, I, was, mean, yeah. I knew there was an Italian in on this. Listen to this. It concerns the question, the controversy concerns the question whether Gray and Bell invented the telephone independently. This issue is narrower than the question of who deserves credit. I don't know all that stuff. Okay. Well, but that's the other guy that I was. Did we have a race to the patent clerk's office? I don't know. Is that essentially what we're saying? Or Bell's background and use of liquid transmitters. I didn't know he uses liquid oh, transmitters. Liquid transmitters. I didn't know he used that. So what has he got? Some type of saline solution to I don't know. Conduct the electricity? What are we talking about here? Well, my phone's Mercury? Because that's another haywire. transmitter, right? Mercury. Mercury? Will that conduct? What? Sound? No. Electrical oh. impulses. Oh. Uh, Got to remember, you still need electricity with a phone, okay? Yeah, but, I mean, I would think it's just regular copper wire, right? Or whatever. Uh, what, what are fiber optics made of? Uh, well, what are they made of? Well, shoot. I thought they were made of a, a, of a composite ceramic type thing because they're rather brittle. It's one of the problems of fiber optics. You bend that, it'll break. Oh. That's what I thought. Well, anyway, Elisha Gray is the guy that. All right. yeah, that's all. Now let's get you back on you. track. Let's let's go to King Kong. 
We've got a giant gorilla on the Empire State Building just a year or so after the Empire State Building is opened. And, I mean, for 1933, some of these things like uh, Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Mummy, King Kong, they had to be so much fun. Well, Dracula and Frankenstein were 1931, first of all. Okay. Wolfman um, came two later. Two years later. Big deal. Well, Wolfman was 1931. Uh, oh, geez. Lon wow. Chaney. Okay. So you're a decade off there. But this is, this is, those are all more or less universal films. This is an RKO. This is an RKO. And this is the one that probably saved it from And this bankruptcy. is using real special effects yeah, at the time. Yeah, you can see when you watch it, you can see it looks like his hair's moving and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not the wind, it's their hands moving him around <sighs> and the hair, you know, the hair moves. So that's kind of neat. And uh, what, how do you think audiences reacted? Like, do you think they were really ran out of that? Now, apparently there was seriously. One. Yeah, because there's that one. Remember the scene where on the, they're on the log and the guys are getting th- he's shaking them off the log. Yes. Well, apparently they land in a pit of sp- like giant spiders. Uh huh. And that was so scary that people were like throwing up and running out of the theater and everything. So they cut it out because this is too much. So that's like they're looking for that. That's we were talking about greed. The so other there day. is a there is a. Uh, yeah, the whole a master scene. cut of King Kong. There's like that, a few that, minutes of right. These guys are caught in this scene with like apparently there's a giant crab in there and some giant spiders and they're eating them up. And oh, that, I gotta was, see this. They don't have it anymore. It's gone. It's oh, son of a. They don't even bitch. have it on a special edition or whatever. But it's they, not even on a director's no, cut because because the director cut it out. He said it's too much. He was there. It's like nah. It was scaring the hell out of everybody. And audiences. Yeah, the audience were running out of the theater. What was wrong with these audiences? Don't they know that it's... Couldn't take it. Couldn't take what? It's make-believe. Yeah. It's probably, uh, you know, probably Berkeley College kids. Snowflakes. Can't take it. Uh, it's also the only film to open at the Roxy and the Radio City Music Hall at the same time. Well, that's what... It was yeah, a, New I York. Mean, they opened oh, in event, big man. houses, 4,000-seat-plus theaters. Yeah. And this yeah. is a big deal. No, they're filling them up for weeks, and they're like 10,000 in those two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now MGM thought it was going to be a big hit, and they said, "Listen, it cost you guys six hundred grand to make. Apparently, we'll give you a million and point oh four or something million thousand million, a little more than a million dollars for the print." Yeah. They didn't take it. It eventually made them like closer to two million, and then they re-released it a bunch of oh, times. Oh, sure, surely, yeah. So, yeah. When did RKO go uh, toes up? Well, let's see. Uh, Hughes had it. Uh, I'm going to say like 1953. I guess. Oh, they sold. did have a run after the war. Oh then. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hughes bought it, and he's. I think it was in the mid 50s. Because I, I know some of my favorite films from the 30s are RKO. Oh man, I love hey, all those. Are, um, what did RKO stand for, Armand? Radio Keith Orpheum. Radio Keith Keith Orpheum. Orpheum. Okay. Yeah. Radio Keith Orpheum. All right. 1936. Uh, the Nazis uh, take back the Rhineland. That's that's bad news. Yeah, that's, that's bad news. Well, you know, I think the French kind of knew it was coming. Uh, How do you give up the industrial core? You can't do that. Well, they took it, uh, you know. Well, they, they don't let them. They should have been going to war right then. Dummies? No, this is a, this is the Treaty of Versailles gave oh, them, you know. Screw that. Occupied the Rhineland. The one thing that you can't let them have back is the Rhineland. Well, it wasn't the Rhineland. That's not the big The Ruhr Valley is uh, what, that's, that's another one. Well, that's what they took. Yeah. That was where the coal was. No. But this is more or less just like a DMZ that we have in, uh, you know, this is supposed to keep the French uh, pretty much from, uh, you know, the Germans invading, which they tend to do. Yeah, they have a habit. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, they moved right back in, and uh, the French, of course, at this time, they built the Maginot Line, oh, which is real good. effective. Real, yeah. We'll just walk it's, around it's, that. Yeah, you just go around it. See, that's... Yeah. Think of another thing that people are just going to be going around. 1945. <laughs> okay, it's defunct. March 7th. This oh. is RKO Studios, 1959. Oh, they had a long run. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, Hughes bought it in 53. Yeah. Oh, at 53? Well, let's see. Howard Hughes took over RKO in 48. After years of disarray and decline, yeah, I mean, he was in his yeah. he was in his little he, cell there. Right. He's starting to. I guess. Well, let's see. When did uh when did Ice Station Zebra come out? Because that's what he kept watching over and over again. Sixty seven. Yeah. So that was a that was sixty eight. When did DiCaprio's nails and his hair get long? Oh, did, in the movie. DiCaprio's? Yeah, in the movie. Actually, the studio was. It never really does. Was acquired by the General Not, Tire. In the and, Aviator, it never really and does. And Rubber Company. Oh, okay. Rubber. In 1955. Well, okay, ceased production in 57. Got so, it. Yeah, got it. Effectively D- dissolved. Dissolved. Later, and, yeah. Got I, it. Know, I don't remember any movies. Right. 58 or 59. 1945. Okay. Here's a famous one The Bridge Too Far. Correct? Uh, Which one? No, it isn't. 1945. This is not The Bridge Too Far? American no, no, troops no, no. seized the Ludendorff Bridge over no. the Rhine at. Remagen. No, they made it. This a bridge too far was uh, 1944. That was uh, oh god. Well, that was you know that was the, when Monty tried to go behind the lines or whatever, yeah. get around them, and it, like it was more or less. Uh, uh, um, but this though they actually took this and they were all across into Germany. Yes, this was like uh, bridge too far was like, and I guess it would have been probably September or October of 44. Because they'd already taken Paris. That was September 25th, yeah. so that'd be like October. So you're in March of 45 here. So yeah. once they what, get this, once they can cross the line, the uh, Rhine here. Yeah, and they they're supposed to blow it up, and some some idiot didn't do it. The Germans, I mean. Right. No, he's not an idiot. He 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 was he's a patriot. I suppose he's a hero. No, remember Kelly's heroes? It's still up. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> Oh, he's the wake negative waves, Moriarty. Always with the negative waves. Oh man, great movie. I think I watched that again today. All right. All right, first half of our events is done. Birthdays. Who's born on this date? March the seventh. Now, now that may have been. Was it the bridge? got some good ones? Let's see. Oh, now, go ahead. I'm looking up the bridge. I'm going to start you in 1671. Little gentleman in Scotland by the last name of McGregor, oh. better known as I, Rob Roy. I wasn't crazy about that movie, by the way. You don't have to be crazy about the movie. Yeah. It's, it's a good his duel, birthday. Though. It's a good duel. Yeah. Uh, read the book, Sir Walter Scott. There you go, Rob Roy. No, wait a minute. Now, didn't Sir Walter Scott also write Ivanhoe? Yes. Okay. Sure did. That's one I read as a kid and really loved. He wrote the screenplay, too, with Robert Taylor. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, Arnhem. That's what, of course. The Netherlands. Oh, Arnhem. Yeah. Yeah, They have have a famous team. uh, Toy. uh, They have a soccer team. uh, Vitesse Arnhem. I'm losing my mind if I can't remember that. I I didn't really like that movie that much. I didn't either, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Did you like this movie, Rob Roy? Who was his wife? Was it Jessica Lange? That's okay with it. She got raped. I don't. She got raped real good. Oh, stop. Who was it? That, horrible. What's his name? Did it? What that guy? Uh, yeah, Liam Neeson. He didn't rape her. It was the other guy that he cut in half. Uh, Tim. Who's a, who's a villain? I don't know. Did you watch the movie? I watched it. The once. guy. The, the guy I don't that, find it very uh, watchable. The guy that's in Pulp Fiction. That's the not Pulp uh, Reservoir Dogs. That's the the guy that's uh, the. Oh turtle. yeah, yeah. Tim. Tim yeah. right? Uh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's actually pretty good. Oh, Tim Roth's he's a good actor, part. man. John Hurt was in it, too. He wasn't bad. Oh, Hurt was a great actor. Yeah. Thought he's yeah. deceased. Yeah, he was pretty good. Hurt, Hurt's wonderful. Uh, 1872, uh, Dutch-American hey, painter. Just, speaking of King Kong, I forgot. King Kong Bundy died. 61 years old. Yeah. Well, Armand. He's a little too King big. Kong Bundy, 61 years old. You better watch your weight, boy. He's only 10 years older than you. 10? He's six. Six. He's only 13 years older than me. I thought this guy was in his 80s. King Bun- King Kong Bundy. I really did. Is that I what he sh- named? Didn't they name the Bundys after him? I was shocked. Uh, married? Shocked. Married with children? To see that he was 61. I thought it was a misprint. You know how young he started in wrestling? Well, that was yeah. amazing. 
Poor anyway, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, too bad. Uh, Piet Mondrian. Piet, Piet Mondrian. I like Mondrian's work, though. You do? Those I do. stupid square things of his. That he, uh, he has a name. What is it? Lo- lozenge paintings? Yeah, they're they're fine. Brilliant. Yeah, right. Uh, 1942. This wait, guy wait, was... Wait, 1875, oh, 1875. The big one of the day, and you missed him. No, I didn't. Maurice Ravel. Yeah, Ravel. Bolero. Well, well Bolero's the only one. I prefer the movie. Yeah, so he, was a, he was a good teacher, apparently. I think Gershwin went over to study with him, and he said, listen, if you study with me, you'll just be a bad... Uh, Ravel, yeah, you'd be a great Gershwin. So do your own thing. Do your own thing. That was good advice. Yeah, that's good advice. Although he was a teacher for Rafe von Williams. You got to admit, Bolero's a great. I like Bolero. Uh, kind of, he wrote it as a joke. Kind of, he didn't really think anybody would ever play it. It was like his last uh, one of his last. I know, uh, but it's catchy, composite. man. Yeah, but that it's thing like will stay in your head. Sixteen minutes of you know, it's good to fuck to. Apparently, if you ask Bo J- uh, Bo Derrick. Well, if you ask John Houston. John Houston. No, uh, it's ten right. Jo- John Derrick. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? The little 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 squirt. Dustin. Uh. Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore. Dudley yeah. Moore. Daphnis and Chloe. He wrote that. That was pretty good. Um. Uh, I like his piano concerto in G, and he also wrote a piano concerto for left hand for you know like Vitkin, Paul Wittgenstein who lost his arm in the uh, First World War. Yeah, it was common. A lot of these guys. <laughs> yeah. After the First World War, you got a bunch of pianists That's with true. one arm. So anyway, how do you slide the left hand up into the? Oh man, I don't know. If you listen to this concerto, you will not believe the guy's playing it with one hand. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I think you're right. Uh, I mean, just think about that logistically, right? Oh God, sitting at the piano. Let's say you 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 know you're centered up right at C uh, middle middle C. C. Yeah. But your left hand is the rhythm hand. I probably down in the bass with both hands. But to move that left hand up into the higher octaves, past treble B. I mean, think of how you're playing. Now, is that even possible? I mean, now it's little known that he wrote a violin concerto for a left hand. That's a joke. All right, you don't like that, huh? You got to pluck the strings with your teeth. Kind of funny. All right, you uh, could have someone else pluck your strings. It's not funny how he died, though. Now, this is he's in a he's kind of going a little bats toward the end. His memory's going, and you know he's not that old, right? He's like early sixties, King Kong Bundy age. And he's losing his memory, and he can't really compose, and he's kind of anyway. So, and then he has this uh, accident in a taxi, and bumps his little head, oh. and probably has you know a concussion there. So, what does he do? And it gets worse and worse. So, what does he do? The wrong thing. He goes to a neurologist who operates and kills him. <laughs> so, there you go, folks. That is universally lethal. Having surgery on yourself. Yeah. Stay the hell away from doctors. Especially podiatrists. Yeah, definitely podiatrists. Oh, they'll kill you. All right. 1942, guy was associated with the Walt Disney Company for a long time. Michael Eisner. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's he, that old. I didn't know he's that he, old. He Man. increased their revenue a bunch. Yeah, he's, well, he was with Paramount first. Yeah. He was Paramount. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, this next person, woo, born oh, on the same day as dead, Eisner. She's been dead that long? Yeah, she wow. has. Over 10 years now. Tammy Faye. Messner. Messner. I, I didn't know that was her last name. I will tell you this Tammy about Faye Baker. Right? I watched a documentary on her. She was all the makeup, yes, right? When they went to clean off her makeup, and and that person went to the eyes, she had to tell the beautician, "Oh no, honey, that eyeliner's tattooed on." Wow. Tattooed eyeliner. I would have. I would have married her. There you go. 1944. Towns Van Zant, a singer songwriter and guitarist. Ever heard of him? Armand? Is he one of the... the Cultural or No, is he one of the... Um, um, Van Zant? isn't that... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to let you work this Freebird, that bunch? Aha! 
Right? Isn't that Freebird? Isn't that him? You? Leonard Skinnard. You, uh... You know, sometimes you impress me. Well, right. Is that who it was? Sometimes you impress All me. Right. Yeah, I'm oh. having a hard time remembering his... Uh, uh, well, he, he's one of those that didn't die in the crash, right? Then, obviously. Yeah, uh, but he's not the free, he's not the Freebird. Oh, oh, he's not. Uh, he's not uh, Leonard Skinner. Okay, well, Leonard Skinner, by the way, was a janitor at those that boy's high school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they were. But Van he did Zandt, play. Were they? Uh, uh, they? Those were also Van. Who's Zandt. Ronnie Van Zant? Uh, that's who you're okay. thinking of. This guy's not related. No. Oh well, then. Uh, well, then I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. What the hell? Well, who was he with then? Well, what? he played a lot with Emma Lou Harris, uh, Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson. Oh. That's probably where you might uh, know him. Okay. Yeah. If you know any of that music, which is not your scene, no. but I'd rather listen to Ravel. He, he, he's a noted songwriter. Okay. okay? The uh, birth of Lynn Swan, 1952. My favorite wide receiver when I was a kid. Yeah, I like Stallworth. Better. Stallworth was great, man. There's no doubt. Uh, 1956. Boy, did this guy become this a guy great read actor. One of my scripts gave me some notes. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well. Not the man bad, who played notes. Walter White in Breaking Bad. Happy birthday, Brian Cranston. Man, he's getting old born too. in 1956. Did you ever see him in Malcolm in the Middle? It's such yeah. a weird thing that he could. I mean, this guy is versatile. He was on Seinfeld, Malcolm in the Middle, and then becomes Walter White. Wow. Right. And he was in that movie with uh, Franco, uh, the one based on The Room, that horrible movie. Uh, it just came out a couple years ago. Remember, it was, it was pretty. Oh, funny. that Tommy Wiseau movie. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. pretty funny. That's pretty. It's... He wanted to give the guy an audition or something, or get him on his show or something. <laughs> he just had a small part. But they met in uh, that that uh, place over on uh, on Fairfax. Um, I used to go in there too. You know the deli on Fairfax. Well, there's famous. a whole bunch of delis. Which well, Nathan's? Nathan's? It might have been. Was it Nathan's? It's not too far from. Uh, Is it near Fairfax High School? Well, it's not too far from the pink, uh, you know, the pinks. Yeah, pinks, the hot yeah, dog place. Yeah, is it, I don't think it's Nathan's though. But 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 uh, pinks is not on Fairfax. That's pinks on, is on La Brea. On La Brea, it's not far that mm-hmm. like that area right there. Okay, okay. Not, I know the area you're talking God. about. Yeah, it's on Fairfax and now see Nathan's is up like there's a uh, Nate's and that, that's like up in Beverly Hills that deli. It's been on Kirby Enthusiasm before. God, now I go ahead. I mean, I've, I've been out of L.A. so long. I'm forgetting. I used to go there all the time. Well, because li- it would have been close to you when well, you lived in, my ho- in, my in Hollywood. My office was on uh, You uh, would have gone fountain. straight down uh, from the Capitol uh, uh, Records yeah. building. Well, that's from my office. You could have like got, you, you you got, gone straight south and been there. So, yeah, what's the name of that? I got to look it up. Man. Past the Roosevelt? Past? Uh, no, no. It's uh, You would be going toward the you'd be going toward the ocean so i guess you're going west oh you're going west you're saying yeah i, I you got me nathan's that's what that's what my guess is it's not jerry's deli you know no that's you're there's in, a bunch of them uh 1960 joe carter one of uh yeah, didn't he hit the one six? of only two men yeah, but that wasn't a night that wasn't game six game though. six yeah right so uh, two men have ended a world series with a home run right Mazarowski and carter Mazarowski's came in the bottom of the ninth, right. game seven. Canters. Jesus Christ. Canters? Canters, yeah. C-A-N-T-E-R. Yeah, T-E-R, yeah. Yes. Okay. Canters, yeah. I haven't, you know what? I'm not I'm not eating. I will eat there next yeah, week. That's good. Yeah, okay. You like it. Yeah, I will go there next week. Uh, go there and go to, uh, you ever been to uh, Langer's downtown, a 7th and Alvarado? No, oh, I've, been, place, I've been to another one, though, that's downtown. Uh, I think it's called Filippo's or Felipe's. 
Hmm. Uh, it's it's they claim to invent uh, invented the dipped uh, 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 roast beef or whatever roast beef sandwich. Oh, Jews. Yes. And you can get all sorts of you know you can get a full dip a medium. Really good. It's a like it's a, like Dodger fans go there a lot yeah, like before Langers. the game. Really, uh, so Langers downtown. Langers Seventh and Alvarado. And Alvarado. Yep, got their own little parking spot. See, too. we usually eat at El Cholo downtown. Check on out Flower. Nah, check out Langers, man. Place is for all you L.A. files. Pastrami. Uh oh, okay. Chico's dog and duck soup. Remember? Yeah. You got a license for that dog? No, my dog got a million of them. You got a license? <laughs> Come on, a pastrami. Uh. So, yeah, what was I saying? Mazarowski, Game 7, yeah. against the Yankees, 1960. This is against the Phillies? Uh, this is against the Phillies off Mitch Williams Mitch in Williams, 1993, yeah. Game 6 in Toronto. 1960, Yvonne Lindell. This guy's a good player. But Great player, too... zero personality. Yeah, yeah. I mean a zero, Armand. Yeah, he was a little too uh, Saturnine. 1964, uh, someone who... Everyone proclaimed in the uh, 80s would be the next great American author, Brett Easton Ellis. I think the jury's way still out on that. He wrote some of those books that became... Uh, I recognize the name, but I don't like, know. Hey, uh, uh, I forget. He, he wrote the one where Robert Downey Jr. ends up doing tricks for drugs. Less than zero? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that was one of his. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't movie, either. But I don't, I didn't, 1964 didn't comedian I love, Wanda Sykes. You can also see her on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, 1970. This woman's gorgeous and a great actress. She was in that favorite Armand that was nominated for Academy Awards I, and I, her co-star won. I tried to watch it. I can't. Watch, it's horrible. Unwatchable. Yeah. Unwatchable. You I, and I are in total agreement. I. What been, the hell is this? And you know me. I'd love a movie about Queen Anne. And Sarah Churchill and all that. We, yes. we talked about him on the show. Yes, I, I can't figure out what the hell's going on in that movie. I couldn't either. I'm 45 minutes into it. It was all, either. It was. All e- I know is she's got something wrong with her foot, and I don't even know what that is. She's got is. something I wrong with her foot, that. and she's into chicks. Yeah. That is all I took away from it. I had to bail from Armand. Who's I that? pulled the ripcord at the hour point. Well, who's that guy in the the wig? That's uh, I don't even know who he is. Didn't even know who he was. The homo. That's Didn't the, know his yeah. name. Right. Who's he? I don't know. But Emma Stone. Emma Stone liked him apparently. I don't know. I didn't get to that yet. I mean, I, I, and, and I can't the, make it, it through that movie. Filming a movie with a fisheye lens for half the scenes? Was oh, that what it was? I don't know. What would you call keyholes it? Or something? I don't know. I, I guess they're trying to do like uh, Tom Jones and do the natural lighting. Speaking of which, we're going to be talking yeah. about Kubrick. Yes. Oh, this. I, I'm sorry. It was a, The thing was a no, mess. That's, that's not Tom Jones. And he they, didn't dick, uh, uh, Barry Lyndon. He did it with all yeah, with natural yeah, lighting, candles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Lyndon has an unbelievable yeah, look Barry to Lyndon. it. Barry Lyndon. So, uh, my God, okay, no, and no offense movie. to Rachel Weiss, I thought she was good in it. Well, she won her Academy Award for Constant, Constant Gardner, Gardner, I think. Which, yeah. Oh, that's a good film. Uh, I thought that was kind of boring, too. Was that it, the one in South Africa or something? Uh, or East Africa, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was boring as hell, man. I saw it in Vegas. Who did I see that? Well, with? that's probably why you thought it was boring. It I pales. I saw that with my friend Cynthia. That's Ray Fiennes, Bill Nighy. That's that's I mean, it was good, good long cast. and boring. No, it was a good movie. Peter Sarsgaard, another great actor. Yeah. He's good. Uh, 1974. I know her, too. My ex-roommate dated her before she was anybody. Jenna Fisher? She actually went with me because I, I wrote a script about a guy that couldn't read. You know Jenna Fisher. And the guy couldn't read? Well, this is 20. Well, this would have been 1998. Now, you know she She's went dating to, my... She's she, from St. Louis. Well, she well, she went to high school down yeah. the street from me, Narinx High School. Yeah, and so was, uh, her, her first husband was from James Gunn. He's from St. Louis, He too. was a director, so, like horror she movies. She was dating my roommate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote this script about a gypsy, and the gypsy couldn't read. Mm-hmm. So we had to go out to Riverside, California to read my script to him. Mm-hmm. And I went with my friend, my friend, my girlfriend at the time, Wendy Roby. 
uh-huh. who was, you know, I know this name. Why yeah. do I know this name? She was Nadine on uh, uh, Twin Peaks, oh, and she was okay. in um, uh, The People Under the Stairs, where she killed Ving Rhames, very convincingly. Oh, wow. Killed so Ving me, me and my friend Mike Gillio, uh, my roommate, and he was dating Jenna at the time. How about that? And Jenna went with us. We had a good time. Cute as a bug. Oh, Jenna? Yeah, nice girl. Wonderful. She's really nice. I, I hope she hasn't... That was before she was a big star. No, I've heard that now she's she maintained may, a very... she's unaffected. ...very uh, good personality. Oh, good. Uh, she, 1980. Uh, she didn't forget the little people. From that 70s show and Orange is the New Black, Laura Prepon, who I think... Really cool actress. Any relation to Greg Prepon? No. All right. But have you ever joke. seen Orange is the New Black? No. Oh, you should dive into that. That's a good binge watch for you. Yeah. A lot of what, lesbian stuff? No, female prison. Yeah, I know, but lesbians? Well, some, yes. Okay, cool. All right, I like it. But it's not just that. It's the way it's, the, it's, the, it's the devices they use I'll to just tell. Watch Canned Heat. The, Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. That's awful. It's a good movie, yeah. man. Yeah. Canned Heat, baby. Now, there was another one with. Uh, now, there was an, uh, an old one in, with uh, Hope Emerson, you know, the big gal. Uh, remember the one that picked up ben, uh, Spencer Tracy in Adam's Rib? <laughs> yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, she was she was the guard. And, uh, oh, God, who was um, Eleanor Parker? I got to tell you, I know. Good movie. I, am, I, am, I have a relative and a friend, both female prison guards. Yeah. And, oh, the stories. Yeah. Well, I bet they can tell a few. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know how they do it. I mean, they got to keep their the wits about them. Yeah, they got to give them a... Well, that's you got to give them those conjugal yeah, visits. That's the birthdays for today. All right, now back to the events. This one stunned me, Armand. In 1968, on March 7th, this is the first day that the BBC broadcast its news in color. Well, of course. What? Well, why would they? I mean, you had to sit there and watch black and white news. Yeah, when you gnash. Oh, the money movie I'm thinking of is Caged, 1950. Not Can't Heat. See, I knew something was off. Can't Heat is a band. That is a band no, that does no, a song. Ca- no, there's one with Caged Ele- Heat is a movie. Eleanor Parker is Caged. Yes. Yeah. Oh, am I thinking of Caged Heat? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that movie. You said Canned Heat. I'm oh, like, okay. No, that's, no, that's a, a band, band that does that song on the road. Well, again. what's the one with it set? Now that, but that's the 1950 movie is Caged. I guess I'm thinking of Caged Heat. That's what that's, I think you're thinking of. Let me check that out. But anyway, I'm going to I'm about to say that. Yeah, if you have something run by the government, what's the incentive to innovate? Oh, at to all? spend more. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm surprised they did it at all. No wonder the Brits were like, God, could it be a grayer nation? At, uh, yeah, Caged Heat, 1974. There you Pam go. Greer in that? And that Sounds caged, like something Pam would have Wow, been. Caged Heat 2, Stripped of Freedom. Stripped of Freedom. <laughs> okay. Juanita Brown, Erica Gavin, Fight Award, and Barbara Steele? Oh, what the oh hell boy. she's doing in that? So, okay, hey, guess who directed it? Academy Har- Award winner, I believe. Uh, no, I think he did win it. Sam Peckinpah. Jonathan, Jonathan Demi. Now, I know he directed Philadelphia. I don't think he – did he win the – was his brother – his brother won for uh, – Yeah, uh, they're the Demi brothers. Yeah, the was brother. It, was it John and Phil? Tom, I thought. Tom? Tom, Tom Demi? Okay. What, the, the one won for Silence of the Lambs. No, this guy – yeah, he – No, that no, was John. Jonathan Demi. Silence of the Lambs. Uh, so, there you have it. 68. He's, yeah, he died. First, first color years ago. First color news for the English. <laughs> Yuck. Seventy. See them in black and white. Tell you the truth, they're blotchy skin. Seventy-seven. Terrible teeth. Jimmy Carter. Who? Jimmy Carter. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, meets Itzak Rabin. Yitzak. Yitzak. Yep. Say it. Say it in Yiddish, please. Yitzak. I don't have the chutzpah to say it in Yiddish. It's you speak, just did. That's good coming from you, Democrat. You anti-Semite. 
I'm not an anti-Semite. You're fucking anti-Semites, man. Not? What are you talking about? I love what about uh, Omar? Elon Omar loves Israel too. And who's, who the, who's Omar? Who are we talking about? That Muslim uh, representative from Minnesota. Haven't you been reading about all oh, these yeah. Semite no, things yeah, she's yeah. saying? Yeah, Elon Omar, and she's on like the House Foreign Relations Committee or something. Yeah, that's problematic. Uh, so they put a curse on her. But Rabin, this meeting leads the way to the peace accords between Dayton, I guess, huh? Israel and Egypt. Egypt. Well, that was when people were reasonable. Anwar Sadat. Yeah, Anwar Sadat, Anwar Sadat, Sadat was being, reasonable. Look what it got him. Well, Look think, what it got him, Armand. Egyptians are still pretty reasonable, except uh, when Obama stepped in and got rid of uh, El Assisi. That no, guy was no, a reasonable no, guy. No, no. When he got rid of the first guy. Brought in Muslim Brotherhood. Well, he didn't bring him in. They got elected. Who, Morrissey? Morrissey wasn't that reasonable. No, the Muslim Brotherhood. They were yeah. democratically elected. Well, what, what do we got? What do we have? But Lib- in the Arab Spring in Egypt, the first, the the the, the deposed leader, Okay. Well, let's see who that have been. It wasn't uh, what's his name. Uh, the guy that took place. Uh, uh, the guy after uh, they they whacked uh, Sadat, Hosni Mubarak. Yeah. Okay. Mubarak told them on the way out. Yeah. You don't understand what you've just done, because yeah. you give them democracy. Be aware of what they're going to elect. Well, you know what he said. Après moi, le déluge. That's not what he said. That's no, what that's Louis, not I think that's what, he what said. when Louis the Fifteenth said that, didn't he? Or the Louis XIV. You know what that means? No, I thought the Sun King said that one, right? He, he said, L'État, c'est moi. I am the state. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he said both. I mean, oh, okay. You can't have two great quotes. No, like no, that. no, no. It's probably the 15th. Then. I'm going to say the 15th. So I anyway, 1979. You want to take it, but guess? What do you think? 15th. 15th? Yeah. All right. Uh, what the hell is this? Yeah, what the hell is Tell this? Tell me how to pronounce it. Oh, I don't great. want to pronounce yeah. it. Tell us who said it. Louis the Fifteenth attributed. Oh wait, wait a minute. Oh, the lover of Madame de Pompadour. Oh, de Pompadour. Yeah, which and, I like that hairstyle. And Madame Duberry got a good hairstyle there. As opposed, well, remember Duberry was a lady with Lucille Ball and Red Skelton, Gene Kelly, when she had that, that brilliant red hair. Wow. Uh, Seventy-nine Voyager One reaches Jupiter. We got the pictures back. Yeah, Io. They had they had stung. to go to the uh, little. Uh, uh, it was weird though when Voyager, they had to go to that little kiosk thing. In the uh, parking lot at Io to get them developed. That uh, that seemed odd. Well, I don't know, but I remember that uh, we were. You don't even know what I'm talking about. No, do I don't. I just remember the pictures and people yeah. were thunderstruck. That had, there was actually volcanic activity on Io. You had to go Io. to the little parking lot kiosk thing to turn your film in and get it developed. What were those called? Photomats. Yeah. You don't even remember that. You're too young for no, those. No, I distinctly remember the first pictures of Jupiter because that was our first big look at the at the big red spot. Yeah, did you see the dolphin on that latest picture from the southern hemisphere? Really cool. Just now, let's beautiful. Uh, eighty six. Neptune has the big blue, great blue spot. They do. Yeah. Uh, eighty six. This is the day. Now it's not the day of the Challenger disaster. No, no. But this no, is no, the day like... that divers were actually able to locate the crew cabin of the Challenger. Well, on the bottom of the ocean. Well, that floor. took a while because I think the Challenger was like January January or something like that. And this is in uh, word of the first March week 7th. of March here. So, yeah, great. They found the <sighs> they found the crew cabin. Okay, isn't that neat? Um, should they have been left at disinterred? Sea? No, should they have been left at yeah, sea? Yeah, of course. Because they, I mean, like, I should mean, have been left in space. They never made it to space, Armand. <laughs> so just have some human emotion and compassion here. 
It's Sorry, a serious hey, question. Come on, have a little fun. Do you? I mean, do you pull up the remains of five people who were uh, who yeah, either died at sea or I they don't didn't know? Die at sea. They died in the stratosphere. So yeah, I don't they were they, not in the. You're not pulling up Captain Ahab. Oh, I know. No. 1987, big moment in sports. Mike Tyson unifies the WBA and WBC yeah, crowns. He unifies the titles, but he divided some guy. Who was it? Bone Crusher Smith. Who, who would it have been? Pinklon Thomas? No, no. Why well, don't I can be a boxer and have a name like Pinklon? Because you threw a hard right hook. That's how. Uh, Pinklon? Pinklon. Pinklon. Uh, well, I forget who he fought. He was 20 years old, I oh, believe, when he unified man, the title. Man. God, could he hit. Remember they would they would show the uh, overhead view of, of Tyson throwing that right, and his shoulder would snap right at the moment of impact. Yeah, so you knew the, the guy. That snapped. You, you knew the guy was just getting hit with absolute full force. Oh, my God. God, it's not even a shoulder. You know as well as I. You're coming off those legs. He's coming. That's oh, he's driving away from your foot. And he's turning with yep. his hip. Yep. And he's basically all your power. He's basically like at this point he's like a a, a batter. He's like a batter. It's like you a know, shot putter. Throwing a. Man. I mean, just all of that. Taught you, you know, all of like that torque, Armand, just hitting you smack in the chin. Oof. I'll still never forget what he did to Frank Bruno with that uppercut. Mm. Well. 1989, Here, oh, here's another great one. Yeah. The, uh, Iran and the United Kingdom break off diplomatic relations. Why? Did, did, were, were Brits taken hostage? No. No? Was a British ship sunk or something? No. It was a fatwa. No, but a fatwa is issued. Yeah. All because Salman Rushdie and his controversial novel, The Satanic Verses, is published. Yeah. Yeah, the, the religion of so love. So they broke off diplomatic uh, relations over a book. A book. Well, they kill people over cartoons, so of course, yeah, a book, yeah, sure. Good grief. Yes, it's a religion of peace. You know what love. I did that day when I heard the news? I ran out and bought the book. Well, you, you got stung, brother, because it's a terrible book. I tried to read it, and I agree <laughs> yeah. with you. It is not <laughs> Solomon Rushdie's best work by a long shot. Uh, 2007, British House of Commons votes to make the upper chamber of the House of Lords 100% elected. Kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yeah, what's the point of being a lord? Yeah, why? you got to be elected to be a lord? That's stupid. Well, there's hope for us then. we just got to be British. I'll tell you what. I, at this point, I'd give the House of Lords all the power and, and get rid of the House of Commons. They're useless, man. When are they going to Brexit? Isn't it time to get the hell out? Oh, they're way past time, dude. You know, she'd be gone. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, what's his name, well, Clegg being a, a socialist idiot. Man, she'd have been gone years the fact that, ago. The fact that labor really doesn't have its act together. <sighs> he's he's nuts, man. He's he's like Ocasio-Cortez, except she's just young and stupid. He's old and stupid. Have you heard this guy? Yeah, I have. Oh, man, he is. He's a loony. As I say in England, he's starkers. <laughs> he's starkers. Jeez. 2009, the Kepler Space Observatory has yeah, launched. Yeah, that just ran out of gas a couple did. years ago, not it too did, long ago. Yeah. Maybe that last year even. Is that new telescope that you've been waiting on, is that up yet? You know, I think they keep delaying. I thought it was supposed Damn to be it. this year. Now I think it's like 2020 or 2021. Oh, crap. The Spitzer. The Elliott Spitzer? Yeah. No, not oh. Elliott. No, that, that's, 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 for, that's a pair of binoculars for looking in a whorehouse. Oh. No. Uh, um. Uh, James, uh, what's the guy's name? James Spitzer? I just love the idea. You, you Literally, with these new telescopes, you are seeing through time. 
Well, yeah. Well, you're seeing through time. Everybody. Well, I know we're all seeing through time as we look up at the stars, but boy, imagine the day you could get it focused enough to see like real cosmic events, like you know, uh, something smaller than a supernova, right? Yeah, but you're still seeing something that happened, you know, years and yeah, light years ago. Right. Usually thousands of light years ago, billions, not more. What else do I have? Oh, 2010, final event for the day. This is the day that uh, the first female Oscar, uh, female director wins an Oscar. Catherine no, I, Bigelow. Did I say Spitzer? Not that, you said not Spitzer. The James Webb Telescope. Oh, the James Webb. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Jeremy, I'm, I, don't, I, I saw got Clegg. Not, it's not Nicholas Clegg. It's Jeremy Corbin that's a nut. He's the labor leader. Clegg used to be, uh, he, was the, uh, dep- he was the deputy prime minister, remember? No. Yeah. You were thinking of Corbin. Jeremy Corbin. Yeah, C-O-R-B-Y-N. Yeah. Corbin. He's Is nuts. that right? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Man, he's like Terry Thomas. Told in, you, uh, dude. It's a mad, mad world. Pendulum swinging. The pendulum is swinging. To what? Ugh. To what? What are you so disgusted you with? You can see it. To what? What's it, what's it swinging toward? Far, it's going to swing far left. And if that doesn't work, no, it's it going to swing back far no, right. No, it isn't. You're gonna, uh, 2020, Trump's going to win big. If they keep talking like this, now if you get somebody, and I don't think it's going—that's ha- what I mean by the pendulum swing. They're 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 counter to this. Well, I'm it, just hoping that you know is is Biden or somebody with the half a brain going to get in? They're going to so. they're going to get in. But I don't Hopefully. think he's going to get the nomination. Well, that's they're not going to give it to story. a white guy. Oh. So you're going to kill you. It's going to be like somebody compared it to 72. It's like George McGovern again. Yeah. And it's like 64 with the Republicans, where you had Goldwater. You know, Goldwater. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, I mean. And it's going to be a disaster for those guys. I'm telling you, there's nobody, Kamala Harris or Bernie, not a chance. No, the only I don't even know if Biden's getting in. Is he going to get in or I what? don't know. You have to get someone out there who emasculates Trump because that's what will turn his voters off. Well, how are you going to emasculate him? you got to attack him. Relentlessly. Oh, what do you think they've been doing? No, they're not. No, they're not. You have to name call. They they not name calling. Not not they're no, not, they're no, not huh? no 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 no. You listen to Bernie Sanders speeches. Yeah, he's not, he's not naming Trump at all. Huh? No, he's naming him. Okay, he's not name calling. What do you want to call him? Oh, you got his Hitler is what I've been hearing over and over again. That's see that, that, that is there that, anything worse? That Can doesn't you? resonate. No. Okay. You know how he got. You know how you know he got. You know how he got over a lot of people in the primaries. Was the was the things like little Marco? Yeah. Those are the things. Okay. Those are the things that got a lot of people. All right. Well, you're a over genius. What are you going to call him? Fascist. Fascist. Uh, no. Those things. No. Tranny Trump. No. You got to call him orangutan to his face. You got to do. A, you got to make him look small. Oh, you guys are above that. They as go, they I go said, low, we go high. As I right? said, the Michelle moment Michelle Obama? Obama said that, I knew 2016 was in trouble. Oh, bull. I did. Yeah. Like Eric Holder, yeah. We, the when they're down, day. we got to kick them. I said it the next day. I said this. So that's why that's this, why the, the Democrats lost. They weren't rough enough on Trump. That's uh, quite a quite a theory you have there. Well, why don't they act like they want to win? You don't think Hillary wanted to win? I don't. I think telling she, people she, to go to her website in the debates. She thought she had it in the bag. That's all. She was. Well, she, that's she no. She was that's, lazy, that's, and maybe she was sick. I, mean, I don't. She shouldn't have been running anyway. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, but you, the, the, it was not about debating. It was not about facts. It never is. It was about personality. One guy showed personality. The other person said, "Go look at my website." If for it's facts. about facts in 2020, you guys are gonna get killed. 
the economy's roaring. I mean, what, what facts are you talking about? I just said it's not about facts. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it is about facts, you're going to lose. I think you may have a point there. You better get down and dirty. You you're have not going to get, win on facts. You have to get down and dirty. But if you, but the problem is all these people. Except, like, except, here's what Hillary should have done. Okay. When, when the abortion issue came up in the debates, she would have said, Donald, I know you probably find abortion distasteful as, as many ladies have had an abortion of your child. That's what you got to do. That is the level you're going to have to go to. I don't think that would have hurt him at all. It would have hurt him. He'd with, love to get in the trenches like that. No, it, it would have hurt him with the, with the evangelicals because all you have to do is put it in their mind. You just have to keep saying it. Well, That's all you have to do. I wouldn't bring up abortion if I were you in this next election after what these lunatics <laughs> are doing now. I mean, they want to kill this infanticide. Out now. You know, to tell you the truth, I don't know how you can be a health care worker. I mean, you take a Hippocratic oath. And somebody, quote, botches an abortion, and there's a child there alive, no. and you don't try to save it? You should not be practicing medicine I, 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 in any form, it, in my opinion. I'm just a dumb podiatrist, but I at least try to save the kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just telling you, that's going to kill him, too. It, 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 well, it likely will. Unless somebody lot, like Biden comes a, out and says, there, I'm against this. There are a lot of single-issue voters who well, voted for Trump based on the abortion. I don't know about that, though. Then, you, you uh, what evangelicals are going to look at Trump and say, hey, kids, I want you to be just like him. Uh, uh, we accept him because of, I know he's Armand, got. A lot of them are. Yeah, because of the choice is the Democratic Party, which has gone so far. You want to talk about the pendulum swinging. That's what I'm. Well, it did in 2016. Taught. It's not new. I said the swinging has started. No, it, no it's it's way over. This is this even even in no, our I'm lifetime. not saying started from now. I'm saying it. Once the thing gets going, and it's been going, I would say Hillary Clinton at this point is is too right to get the nomination. She was compared to she these. was a moderate in 2016. I wouldn't call her that. Yeah, you would. No, yeah, you would. She's, compared to Bernie, yeah, but not compared yeah, to not I, compared like I've told to you before. Else. You and your right wing buddies, you ain't seen true leftism yet. You ain't seen true rightism. I don't even know what that is. You got to tell me what that is. So you still can't define it. Because not fascism. Because no, he, he wants no. to deregulate. He wants no. less government. So no, yeah. how's that right wing? No, it's not. It's not. He's an anarchist. If it's anything, not, right. I am. That's that's what it might be. That's well, we're states' rights people. There should be fifty states. Like I told you, if California wants to have, mm-hmm. you know, one payer, single payer, good. Yeah, if you can pay for it, do it. They're not gonna. Don't have to worry about that. Where are we on deaths? No, we're going to deaths. All right. Well, the show's already dying. Well, Aristotle passed away on this date. You sure about that? I didn't see that on my sheet. I had to go find some more some more deaths. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're getting down to a couple of these, I, mean, I know you're running out of... Uh-huh. Well, speaking of Aristotle, who I think I probably... How would, I would you have done under I, Aristotle? Well, I would. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, compa- I think Aristotle's probably the most brilliant man ever. Better than include- Socrates? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I don't want to put Socrates in the top 10. But, I mean, comp- for his contributions to... You know, science, philosophy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, rhetoric, yep. logic. Yes. I mean, look at the guy. And, and drama, even. I mean, I sure. still read poetics. I've read poetics. Everybody should that, it, you know, pretends to be a, a, a writer. <laughs> I don't think I've read that since high school. Poetics, yeah. And then we lost comedy. You know, he, he wrote that tragedy. And then. what? Okay, what happened to that? What? I don't know. It's a lost, apparently. There, there's, lost it. There's, it was misplaced. One manuscript and it. A lot of things have been lost. I mean, I like, know I'm that, like, but you know, is, you is this lighthouse wrote at, all those plays. Well, I got like three or four of them left, you know. Is this lighthouse at Alexandria burning type thing or? Could be. The, the Pharos? 
A lot of these things. Hell, we we've got movies that are lost. Oh, I so, know. I know. You, you do. Think? Yeah, the Things film actually degenerated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Thomas Aquinas, twelve seventy four. Yeah, Thomas Aquinas, and he was a big fan of Aristotle. Called yes, he was the philosopher. Yes, he was. Read Thomas Aquinas brought more philosophy to Catholicism, yeah. I think, than any other person, probably in the history of the church. Right? Yeah. And you see, uh, Pope Francis is opening his big mouth again. It's going to take going to take a global uh, global government to fight climate change. He wants global government. That's what you take away from it when he's really saying we need a global coalition. Uh, yeah, that's what I take away from it. That's what I am. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you keep on selling that fear. Okay. Well, you you're the one you're the one that uh, uh, basically derogated him the other day for. Oh, the, for he's the, got a, he's got a real problem. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he's he's a retard. No, he's not a retard. He's got a real problem. Socialist he, retard. He and it, no, you can throw the socialism out the window. I don't matter a yeah, lick. That doesn't matter. He, yeah, no, right. it doesn't. Fondly not altar boys. No. That's a big problem. When you've her- inherited a house of vipers. And now, because Not vipers, vespers, <laughs> funny. Uh, hey, I'm really getting them off today. Pretty good. I got. Oh, thank it. you. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, well, you could give me a little chuckle anyway. Just be polite. <laughs> you know, he he's from Argentina, where the problem may not have been near as big. Oh, but then he buggers gets, down there too. I'm sure there are, Armand. <laughs> I'm sure there are. But then he gets to the Vatican, and I heard one thing where it's like four out of every five. Yeah, is this Vatican. new though? I mean, this is like the Catholic. I Church didn't think it was eighty percent. Proverbial for this stuff. I didn't think it was eighty percent. I was willing. Eighty? Where'd you get that figure though? That, that, that seems a little high. Well, whoever said eighty percent of what priests? Four out of five priests at the Vatican are gay. Is, is, oh, is oh at the Vatican? I, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Now, that I'm talking gay, about your average now, priest now, now, down, gay, down the road right, here. Gay does not mean pedophilia, though. No, we're talking about pederasts. Right. We're talking now. How it's many different. are, are pederasts? I have no clue. But even on the uh, on the gay spectrum. I, if that report is to be believed, I wasn't thinking eighty percent. Well, even look, like my my ex friend, no. uh, you know, old guy that I used to eat dinner with a lot, but he makes me sick. Uh, <laughs> I can't watch old people eat. I can't so, either. So uh, I can't either. Yes, yeah, so I stopped sore. taking him to dinner. There's this cafeteria that my parents used don't, to go don't tell to, me. and I, I said I can't go there. They're like, "Why? The food's fine." And it's I'm like, "No, it's not the food. You don't understand. Yeah, it's the digestors." <laughs> The digesters that are, yeah. Call them the digentures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people, yeah, teeth falling out. Anyway, but even he told me he had one, like, one gay experience his whole life, and there's a priest kind of felt him up, you know? And this is back in the 40s. I don't know. So we know this has been going on for a long time. No, no, that's not what's in dispute. Yeah. What's the, well, here, Francis' problem is this. If it's that rampant, you basically have to wipe out. You have to start from zero, and the only way to fix this, I can How you see, do that, though? is Wait. a doctrinal fix, which is uh, you're going to have to let married guys be priest. Well, that I don't will, have a problem with that. That will reestablish your local parishes. Yeah, but if they're gay. I don't know how that helps. Their their problem isn't they want to have sex with women. They can't. They're they like boy, not boy, uh, adolescents again. They're pederasts. You're, Right, but you just said if they're gay, that that's not the issue. The issue isn't gay. The issue is pederast. Can they have sex with each other? Who? Priests. No. With other priests. No, they cannot. Well, how's marriage going to help? That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about your solution to this problem. The solution is the church has basically closed its door on heterosexual men. But you think if they run. open the door to heterosexuality, these guys are going to be okay. They're not going to fondle their altar boys. They're just going to be married. Oh, no, no. You can run them off. 
because you have replacements. Oh, I don't know. My priest is married. We're Eastern Orthodox. Right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing and, great. And what's the problem? Does it make your parish, does it make your church any less because you have a married priest? I don't know. I don't believe it in any way. No, it does. It, it, yeah, <laughs> and the answer is it doesn't. Stupid. Change the doctrine. All right. Hey, listen, I, I've been going to bingo night lately. And, yeah. You know, oh, is that my, how you do doing my part. I'm going to heaven. Yeah. Make sure you lose one. Uh, make yeah. sure you don't claim a bingo. Knowing you, you'd claim a bingo. No, even. I'm working it. Oh, you're I'm working, working it. For the church. Oh, yeah. Thanks, thanks to Ocho Man volunteering oh, me. Oh, good, good. Yeah, good. he's really, he's, he's pretty profligate with my time. Yeah, he is. Uh, 1988, the uh, great oh, drag. Yeah, Speaking on. of the Catholic Church. Wait a minute. 1967. Come on, this is a segue. I got a, I got a lesbian first. Okay. Okay. You can have, you're gonna have your drag queen, Alice B. Toklas. Oh yeah. Alice yeah. B. She and she and boy, you want to talk? Listen, if you want to, if you want to hold back in bed with your wife for a while. Have a picture of her and Gertrude Stein <laughs> and think about them making love. You'll go limp. Two, uh, two real bow-wows. technical term is flaccid. Oh, yeah. By, by the way, uh, from the other day, we were thinking of the last trimate. Yes. Is a, a Berzuda Goldacus. Oh, I never would have gotten yeah. that. It's a good name, though. Yeah. Think of a gold dick. That's how I used to remember. That's a mnemonic we don't yes, need to share. Right. Anyway, she, she's the one that actually came up with, if, if you read her cookbook, Al, Alice B. Toklas, yeah, uh, if you look at her uh, cookbook, she's got a recipe for hash brownies that's supposed to be very good. Mm. And uh, yeah, and then, of course, the, auto, the only book that Gertrude Stein ever wrote that made any money was the autobiography of Alice B. Toklas, <laughs> which she didn't write, of course. <laughs> rose is a rose is a rose. Oh, what a life. Uh, 19, 1988, the great American drag queen. I think in a lot of John Waters films, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. What's his real name? Eric uh, something, isn't it? John Waters? No, Divine. Divine, yes. It's Eric something, isn't it? It's, it's obvious that's not his real name. Now, can you talk, speaking of watching people eat things, do you ever, how do you like the end of Pink Flamingos? You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah, apparently he really did that, and I think he made him sick. Where he, he ate the little dog poo. It's not Eric. It's Harris Glenn Milstead. Okay, Harris Milstead. Harris. Yeah, or, did he go by Glenn? Died of a enlarged heart. Hmm. Wow, not AIDS, huh? Oh uh, no, I don't think he was gay. What? I saw him blow that guy in Pink Flamingos. That's a movie. I don't care. <laughs> Would you do it in a movie? You so every actress who has a has a lesbian scene in a movie is a lesbian. It's not an actress. He's a guy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He, yes. They are. Okay. Yeah. Every actor dressed as a woman that blows a guy on film in a John Waters movie is gay. What does it say? You got the thing in front of you. I'm not going to read it. I'm moving on. <laughs> 1991. Great. Don't dignify. Great it. baseball player. Hall of Famer, Negro League, cool Papa Bell. Yeah, I bet he didn't blow anybody. No, he's a real man. How fast was cool Papa Bell? All right, give us. I know what you're going to say. Which one? He turns the light out and he's in bed under the covers before it goes out. There's a better one than that. I heard. All right. Cool Papa Bell is so fast that he was once tagged out at second base after hitting a line drive up the middle. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty fast. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Cool pop. All right, and we wrap things up today with the death of, for me, 
Eh, he didn't do enough, though. He doesn't have no, enough of a he was, oeuvre. He was not uh, prolific. Yes, no. He, he was not prolific. And I, I didn't wanna, I'm going to tell you, but, uh, I didn't like 2001 first. I thought it was boring and stupid. Uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm this heretic. I have, I have struggled like that with movie. that movie myself. Right. I mean, it's not as bad as a favorite, but it's pretty stupid. Yeah, but uh, the death of Stanley Kubrick on this date in 1999 um, not long after Eyes Wide Shut came out, which would be his last feature release. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that one either. Uh, it had its moments, uh, but overall, uh, Paths I, of Glory was. I'm his still best. confused. Paths of Glory was, was the one. best. Yeah, the number one. Better than Lolita. Doctor Strange Love's second. Really? Spartacus third. Okay. Clockwork Orange fourth. Lolita fifth. Uh, and then uh, Wait. the one we talked about before, uh, Barry Lyndon. I got to put Full six. Metal Jacket higher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's All right, so it's better good. Barry Lyndon. Yeah, it's better Lolita, too. The Shining. But the first half, I wasn't really crazy. I mean, I thought the end was way too long, drawn out. Of, of which one now? Full uh, Metal? Yeah, where they, you know, all those guys are getting shot. It just yeah, That's a long scene. sequence. That's a long sequence. Now the, yes, it is. Yeah, the uh, Paris Island stuff was great. Phenomenal. Of course, a lot of that was like ad libbed by Arlie. Now that's Arlie Ermy, yeah, just yeah. with the cameras rolling. Right. And he, he just, yeah, he what do went. I do here? What do I do here, Stan? Just go berate these guys yeah, like you normally thing. would, right. especially the chubby one. Yeah, he put on like 40, 50 pounds for that role. Who was that? That was a. Uh, oh, that's uh, Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, yeah. Who, who, yeah. Who is a very good actor. Yeah. Boy. That was great. He put on a lot of weight for that. He nailed it I still too. I think when they've kicked him out, though, I mean, you're gonna let a guy, a fat slob like that, in the Marines? <sighs> yeah, but you know what? He was performing, though. Uh, I, that's a question I wondered as I watched the film too. You would think they'd boot him out? But right? see, he could shoot on the range. Yeah, but that was later. We finally yeah, found he, something he, you he, can do. Yeah, he was. He can't make it over that obstacle course. I think I'm you, so, you, yeah, know, you gotta be a. Physical, that's what I was wondering. Right, you gotta be kind of good shape. Time to go home. Yep. You know, I mean. Oh, they hit him with that soap. <laughs> oh shit. That was a code red. <sighs> that was brutal. Oh. Yeah, and I was thinking about this, Armand. The soap, the soap would be worse than the bag of oranges from the grifters. Yeah, I think the soap's worse. Yeah, that was bad. Ooh. But anyway, yeah, I like Kubrick. Uh, now, do you know what he spent? He married that guy, the gal that sang at the end of uh, Paths of Glory, the German girl that sings. Remember that at the end? Mm. He ended up marrying her. Did he really? I think he left okay. his wife and married her. Oh, yeah, well. Hey, well, I, I know. I get so. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard this before. I don't know if this is Hollywood legend or if there's a lot of truth to this. But a lot of his professional life was donated to researching Napoleon. Huh? Cuba. Why do you want to make a movie about? Yes, it? he not just a movie. He wanted to make the movie. The movie. I don't know. I mean, and his research was. Almost epic in scale, right? Now, never mind that. Do you believe the Nick Drago, you know, from <laughs> that he that the moon landings were all filmed by Stanley Kubrick? That's, all right, that's I will give fun. you this. I will give you this. What if? What if? In case transmission ability was lost, yeah, that they had hired him to film approximately what it would have looked like, so they could broadcast something. Because here's what you know. Uh, maybe. A rocket did take off. Guys got on the rocket. A capsule did come back, and guys got out of the capsule. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm, I, I, firmly, disputing that. I firmly believe we went to the moon. But here's what's, not a, uh, uh, here's what's not a conspiracy. You ever read Nixon's letter? No. Nixon had, wrote the letter in case it went bad. 
and I don't know that Nixon wrote it. One of his speechwriters wrote it. But just Google Nixon failed moon landing oh, attempt okay. letter. Oh, I wouldn't doubt and it. I got to tell you, Armand, it's one of the most poignant pieces of uh, of uh, oratory. That prose. Prose, because it's written, yes. although he, Nixon would have addressed the nation saying this, that, that I've ever read. Well, I mean, it's really, really good. That probably would have vitiated some of the poignancy if Tricky Dick wrote it. I think Agnew would have done a better job. No, Spiro would not have delivered this better. Than, <laughs> no, Nixon would have. Let did. Hubert Humphrey do he, it. Uh, he would have done fine. He would have been proud as punch. I do believe that that in some capacity All right. that, yeah, we've talked about that, that he was, okay? Right. I also you think he was involved. Huh? Yeah. I've also heard that Spielberg now has all the material from this Napoleonic quest of Kubrick's but has yet to do anything with it to bring it to... Well, I'm, i got to tell you, Napoleon movies, flop, I don't know if anybody's going to pop, because remember Waterloo? That was a big flop. Flop. Yeah, they're, they're not, they don't work out too well. So I don't know about that one. Well, you got to sell the right story, which means you got to put a love interest in there, which means you got to bring in Josephine. And, yeah. and, and, and to be honest, the way, like, have you heard this? Uh, uh, a day or two ago, it's March 7th, a day or two ago, the Game of Thrones trailer came out. But there was a subsequent article that the longest recorded and filmed battle scene in the history of cinema, which I find this hard to believe because I want to ask you about this, uh, has been done for the for this final season of Game of Thrones. If that is true, we're saying this is a bigger battle than what Eisenstein filmed for for Nevsky when he had the whole goddamn Russian Red Army at his disposal? I don't know. I, I, that's a long. That's like nine hours that movie. And I don't know. You're talking about the the Battle on the Ice? Yes. That was a long. I don't know how. I got to watch it again. It's, it's tough to sit through. But that is a quite a long battle. But then again, it, it depends on like how many feet of film you shoot. And well, all that's that what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean they shot a ton of. Well, Einstein shot a ton of. of but film then can't you Potemkin. say that about Coppola for Apocalypse well, Now? They filmed forever. Yeah, well, I could say about Chaplin for Gold Rush. He there shot more film man, than they shot not for a battle Gone with the Wind. Not a battle sequence. I'm just though. saying, these guys shoot tons of film. So I want to know. How much, you know. Then you got Andy Warhol shoots a guy sleeping for, you know, 12 hours. Yeah, thanks, know. Andy. Yeah, that's, 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 that's exciting. Ambient TV. Watch a guy sleep. The Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. Predecessor yeah, to Yeah, check it out. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> title. Did he have soup cans oh, around him God. or anything? I, that'd, be, that'd be more fun. <laughs> Waiting for Marilyn's... Uh, portrait to drop her dress is that dress eventually going to blow yeah, up or not yeah uh, we got another eight hours to find stare out at that picture and wait <laughs> anyway kubrick's i don't know he's not not one of my favorite directors like i said doesn't have enough of a i would you know, love but because of what you can do now because i still think spielberg screwed up by making lincoln a movie and not like a 12-part hbo series i think it'd be i think it'd be really fascinating and because Obviously, you can pull off big battle sequences now with the help of uh, CGI of effects in the CGI world, as as well, demonstrated of, by Game of Thrones. I I'm curious. Speaking of which, but we got to go. Spartacus. Yes, they had the whole Spanish army out there. I don't the know. The whole they, uh, damn they, Spanish army. They're doing all those maneuvers yes. and everything. Well, there was one film I forget a uh, Civil War movie, not too long ago. I want to say it might have been Cold Mountain, where the director used the Romanian army. Because they looked impoverished <laughs> oh, really? yeah. and not like a Civil War soldier would have looked. They look called Kelly's Heroes. He was Yugoslavian Army. Yeah. He shot that in Yugoslavia. Yep. yep. Around, uh, uh, 
Where was that? Around Dubrovnik? Dubrovnik, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Beautiful city. All right, we got to go. We're out of time. Armand, March 7th. This has been a blast. Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you for it's being a fizzle. Being your your lucid got, self today. I got to do surreal talk now. Yeah, you do. We're talking you about do. Cur- yeah, don't forget. Cur- oh, and by the way, Mark Sandridge from a couple days ago. He yes. died in 1945. The director of uh, Gay Divorce and uh, I didn't have a date on him. Oh, you dad. didn't. That was the guy, Mark yeah, Sandridge. S A N D R I C H. Yeah. Yeah. Any RKO Studios, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. and uh, Top Hat, the greatest musical ever made. Ever made, huh? Okay. That's right. All right. Hey, thanks to our producer, Brian Crock. Armand, thank you. Thank you to the audience for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, any major podcast outlet. And uh, when you do, uh, if you could leave us a review, we would really appreciate it. Also, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash this day in history podcast. And on Twitter, Twitter underscore history podcast. All right. That'll do it. When March 8th rolls around, we will be here to tell you about it on lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.